Hello, and welcome to 13-Minute Tuesday Takes on Horror Cafe. Where we talk about anything, everything horror. Not just like the standard episode where we talk about one movie. Right. We're going to talk about two today, right? Yeah. Because we've seen a couple between the last time and now, the last Tuesday Takes. We watched The Fear Footage, Mm -hmm. and we watched Dr. Sleep. Yes. I always get that one confused. I always want to say sleep doctor, but I know it's oh. not. That's why I paused for a minute. I yeah. had to look at it in my mind. So the fear footage. Mm-hmm. This I, is on Amazon. Yeah. I found this like a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Recommended it to you. Mm-hmm. You watched it. You were like, whoa, this is crazy. Now, yeah. what I like about this little movie, it's, it's okay, It's I'm going to say it's not an Academy Award winner, but it is one of those that's just damn entertaining. What I mm-hmm. also like is that it is three stories mm-hmm. within one large story. Right. And each story is scary in its own way. It's creepy. Yeah. It's also kind of fun to watch. Yeah. You were screaming your head off the entire time and your dad laughing at you. Listen, you can at least credit me that going to anything horror with me, a movie, is is fun. Because you get to laugh at me the whole time. Yeah. I provide entertainment. It's a strange movie. It really... The, the main baseline premise is that this house that's supposed to be gone has reappeared right. in a neighborhood mm-hmm. up in New England. And there's a movie in there. A, li- a v- This is like VHS because VHS is also a bunch of small stories with no main story but it Mm -hmm. is but in fear footage it is about that house right and when you watch this movie the literal vhs it's like these scary stories and it engulfs you into this like dimension in that house right that you can't escape and this is also one of your favorite genres too which (laughs) is found footage because the main story has a police officer going to check out this reappearance reappearance of a house that no longer exists right and he walks into the house and at that point it all goes to hell right but he's this is supposedly i guess his body cam yeah correct um and that's the only thing that was found right so and then it goes into him pressing the button to see a or put pushes in the vhs tape Mm -hmm. and the first story comes along then he does the second tape and then the third tape and while he's in this house, he's trying to get out, mm-hmm. but it's this weird, like you said, what did you say? Dimension? Like another dimension. And it's he's, haunted. Yeah, he's stuck in it. It's like a right. never-ending loop. He cannot get out of the house. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh my God. That's pretty scary. That's pretty scary. So yeah. the three stories are different. The first one is with a clown. Mm-hmm. Scary as hell. Then the next one is these two weather chasers who get chased down by a cult mm-hmm. and then the third one is uh is another cultish thing where the guy keeps hearing sounds from the woods in the back of his home or his apartment and he also gets looped into that and right. again it's not a big deal the acting is not you know five star it's just entertaining it's entertaining the scares for me well i'm a chicken so you have to take that lightly <laughs> you know i was looking through my fingers the whole time and i've seen it no but i hadn't remembered pretty much anything i remembered the clown the cop and the 
the the main stories, but not the details. Not the details. Yeah, it's just fun. And there's three. There's two more movies. Yes, there are. Uh, the movie used to be free, but now you have to pay to rent, which is the only like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, but. I mean, for three, four bucks, if you want to be entertained and you love found footage, I I think it's very entertaining. Or just check out Hell House. (laughs) (laughs) You really love that movie. I love Hell House. It's just so amazing. Um, Anyway, so it was good. And that day in particular, I was having such a bad day that that I remember I said it. Mom, I don't want to do an episode movie. Let's do a fun horror movie so I can just like scream yeah let's do and you did you got it all out that day i sure did you sure did and i was cracking up at myself and (laughs) it was good and it's not a very long movie it's just a quick 80 minutes yeah it's it's fun yeah now last night yeah we watched dr sleep Mm -hmm. which this is my second time watching it and third time watching that's your third time so you want to talk quickly about what it is so I, I heard, let me back. This is a book by Stephen King. I read it when it came out. I just finished the audiobook because I just wanted to revisit. And I'm like, you know, when you hear or read books that are movies, you always want to watch the movie after. Mm-hmm. And you were up for it. Right? right. This is a sequel to my favorite movie my of all time and my favorite horror movie of all time, The Shining. So it's following Danny Torrance as an adult. Right. I'm not going to say, the movie is not really a horror movie. The book isn't that horror, horror either. It just has moments mm-hmm. because they get, what's going on is horrible, but it's not like, ah, scary. Right. But I really enjoy the movie because I, I always love Danny and you always want to know what happened to yeah, him. Yeah, you always end up thinking, I wonder what happened after. And actually, so at the end of the audiobook. There's a small interview with Stephen King. Oh, really? You didn't tell me that. Yes, I did forget to tell you that, which was cool because what brought this on for him, he was at a, um, a what are they called for a book tour? And uh-huh. he was signing. Mm-hmm. And a random fan said, whatever happened to the kid in The Shining after? And that's what got him to want to explore that. Thanks, fan out there yeah, whoever you whoever are because you that's are. amazing because you 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 this one person inspired. inspired the stephen king to explore this question and we have dr sleep yeah so it's basically danny unfortunately falls into what his da- you know into the alcohol he became an alcoholic like his dad he lost he's lost in life he gets to this small town in new england in new hampshire mm-hmm he fixes himself up. He's an orderly who, because of his gift of the shining, he helps people pass. Yeah. With a cat. With a cat. Um, and he meets, through the shining, a more powerful shining. shiner. Yeah. Who is Abra, who is a girl. A very young girl. A very, she's a, a teenager. Yeah. But they meet, in the book at least, when she's a baby. Mm-hmm. But through the shining and they talk through a chalkboard and their minds. Right. But on top of all of this, we learn that there's this cult group, whatever you want to call them, called the True Knot, who they eat steam. They kill people that have this gift and they live off of it. And they're kind of like vampires, but not. Because they can eat and they, you know. Yeah. Do you see the steam as being that person with that gift, the shining, um, as 
that steam is kind of like their soul, their gift, yeah. that's part of it. They're getting the gift from it. And mm-hmm. again, the more powerful it is, because Rose is the main villain, when they're more powerful, they taste better. Right. And they make them stronger. Right. So now, that's basically... And, and they've been living forever. For years. Not years. Thousands, thousands of years. Because when one of them dies, they're like, oh, you've seen empires fall and gladiators roam. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. my God. So that's what I'm saying. They're like vampires in that sense, but they're not sucking blood. And, right. You know, they eat like normal people. They're just. They're out in daylight the whole right. nine yards. But, yeah, right. they because, live off of the steam that's right. collected when somebody dies in pain or whatever. That right. person that has that gift, mm-hmm. it gets sucked into these special canisters that they have. Right. And. The premise, it, it may sound a little weird, but it's actually really good. The it's movie, really good. I enjoyed it yeah. even more so this time around. Yeah. Now, what's cool about the movie is, I mentioned this in another episode, the director is Mike Flanagan. And I said <laughs> I would nominate him, and now after watching this, um, I nominate him a thousand percent. Please make a Shining remake. Like, you would be, or a show. I think a, a show would be great. I think a on show Netflix, would be hell of a lot better. Since he made House on Haunted Hill and the Haunting, or yeah, the Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Bly Manor, I think he could make The Shining in that format, and it would be beautiful. I agree because his aesthetic is beautiful, and in Doctor Sleep, he brings back The Shining mm-hmm. elements of the movie. He goes back to the Overlook Hotel. He, you know, brings back the characters with new actors and. I didn't mind. Yeah. And this is very precious to me and probably other people that are a mm-hmm. fan, like yeah. Jaws. Yeah. You know, you can't remake these things, but I would be open. In that scene where Danny goes into the golden ballroom mm-hmm. and that that glass is sitting on the bar. Yeah. That scene is fantastic yeah. because he's reliving what his dad did. Right. And then we come to see that the person serving him on the other side is his dad. Yeah. And yes, they use a kind of lookalike Jack mm-hmm. Torrance. And you want to say who he is? So that actor who plays the Jack Torrance is the kid from E.T. Who is also in his um in his shows. Right. Because uh, Mike Flanagan seems to use a lot of the same actors. But I just thought that was funny. He's the kid yeah. from E.T. And even though like Jack Nicholson who plays... Jack Torrance, it's that's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> you've got that image, but this guy did a great job. So he did, did Wendy. Good. So, and did, so did the Wendy. The few, yeah, yeah. So it was good. I'm open to it. I was always very adamant about never remake it, but I would be open to it, especially if it's very true to the book, um, because the book is so different from the movie. Mm-hmm. I, like I said during the Shining episode, I separate them yeah. because they're different. I love the book. I love the movie. They're just Two different mediums of how to express yeah. that topic. I do recommend Dr. Sleep. Like I said, it's not scary. It has moments where you're like, oh. But it's not like a scary movie. It's unnerving and eerie is right. what it is. Um, so it's basically a battle between the true knot, the mm-hmm. main villain, and Danny with Abra's help right. to defeat this. Mm-hmm. Right? So those are our movies yeah. <laughs> that we watched outside of our stuff. And we have a question from our number one fan, Greg. Greg, <laughs> thank you for sending that in. I actually really like this question. I had to really think about it. So what was the last movie that made us cry? So, 
for me, um, I do, horror has always been my favorite, but I do have this fun fact where I am a huge Disney fan, mm-hmm. which is ironic, right? You go from really scary to like fantastical, fantastical childlike, yes. you know. And lately I've been really into, especially after work where you don't want to watch something too long, mm-hmm. I've been really into watching old Disney movies because they're usually an hour and a half, the cartoons, like mm-hmm. old cartoons. Right. And I recently watched The Fox and the Hound. Oh my God, that's right. You text me about it. And I only saw this once and I didn't remember anything. Mm. Oh my God. I cried three times in this movie. (laughs) I was like, what is wrong with me? It was so sad and happy and sad. And I'm like, oh my God. So that's the last movie I cried in. in And I saw it a few weeks ago. (laughs) What about you? Don't laugh at me. No, I just (laughs) think that's cute. Um, And I remember when you were a kid, you watching that movie more than just once, by the way. Really? Yeah. Okay, I just don't remember it. You probably just don't remember. Yeah. Um, honestly, the last movie I can remember crying at was, ironically, Train to Busan. Okay. Um, Ugh, that that still gets bone, to me. It's a, a tear. Yes, it's there. a horror movie, but it's really more about the people in the movie itself. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. That ending with the dad and, oh, oh it still gets to kid. me now. I know. So, I mean, that's probably it. If you're talking to me about a show mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. This Is Us, yes, okay. I watch that kind of stuff too. Yep, One of the episodes just totally yeah. destroyed me because yeah. as a parent, an oh older parent, it just, oh. Oh, God. Yeah. I haven't caught up. So I know. We'll see. So. I watch it too. So, you know, we love our horror, but we do have a big sentimentality area where we do like you know, other things like, yeah. like Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks Greg for sending that question in. And if anyone out, th- out there would like to send in a question, please send it to info at horrorcafepodcast.com and you too will be featured on the next 13 minute Tuesday takes. Until next time. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.